Welcome to Changeable. This is episode 29, and it's also part one in our special Feelings February series, Our Feelings Safe. Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to Changeable, a podcast about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. And now, here's your host, Dr. Amy Johnson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Feelings February. In today's episode, I want to lay out for you a little bit of what you can expect throughout this month and kick it off by looking at this question, are feelings safe? So the whole idea for this Feelings February series came about um, back in October when I got a question and I, I didn't wait till February just because I wanted the, the Fs together. That's just about how long it took. So back in October, though, when I was leading the latest six-week course of the Little School of Big Change, there was an innocent enough question posed on the forum for me to address on one of our calls that said, can you say more about how feelings are safe? That's all it said. Innocent enough, right? Well, I don't know what I was thinking that day or how I heard that or how I read it, but I heard that. Can you say more about how feelings are safe? And it really got me thinking. (laughs) I thought, oh my gosh, again, I don't know what the person even thought or believed or was feeling when they asked that, but I thought how feelings are safe, like they're totally safe. (laughs) What do you mean how feelings are safe? I mean, how could they not be safe? Feelings like we're made of feelings. We are swimming in feelings. Every single moment of our entire lives, we're feeling. It moves it revs up, it slows down, we feel bored, we feel overwhelmed, we feel great, we feel horrible, we feel everything you can possibly imagine. We are, you know, if there's there's several defining features of a human being, I mean, feelings is one of them, right? We never, ever, ever are not in feeling. And it's fascinating to see the range of feelings that we can have and how they come and go on their own and they move and change on their own. But You know, it's also, this question also kind of opened up in my mind, like, wow, this is a gigantic topic because look at the implications of not knowing whether feelings are safe or fearing what we feel. I think that's literally behind every single bit of suffering that we humans experience is that we feel something, we feel emotion, feeling, which we'll talk much more about over this next these next few episodes, but we feel the experience of that moving through us. And that's just what's there. It's just what we're feeling, but we fear it or we try to push it away. We resist it. We judge it. We wonder whether it's safe or we firmly believe inaccurately that it's not safe. <laughs> and think about the implications of that. That's all of our suffering. It's all of our habit and addiction and ongoing chronic anxiety. Now, a feeling of anxiety, that might just be one of the feelings we feel. But but when someone is consistently, chronically afraid of fear, afraid of feeling a certain feeling, that's what we call anxiety. Habits and addictions. We think and feel stuff and it comes up and it it comes to life within us and then it moves on. But when we think back to it and we didn't like it and we fear it and we don't want it to come back or when there's a certain feeling there that we don't see in a given moment is going to move on, we think it's personal, we think it's part of us, then we do things to feel better. 
And that's what turns into our habits and addictions. So you can start to see how all of our kind of quote unquote problems in life, all of our suffering, all of the times when we're standing around saying, why can't I change? I'm doing everything and I can't change. A fear of our experience is behind that. And that's what we'll start to talk about much more over these next three and a half episodes this month. So I want to tell you a little bit about what to expect. Um, Again, I'll say a little bit more about how feelings are safe in this episode. But next week is my friend and colleague, Gail Brenner, who has written a few books, but most recently, Suffering is Optional. I love Gail. I love how she talks about our experience. And I personally, right around this time last year, read her book, Suffering is Optional, and had some really big insights myself around feelings and emotion and what we call suffering and how it really is optional. That sounds like a bit of a stretch, even just as I say it right now, but I'm super excited to share her with you. She's spoken at some of my live events and in the school, Little School of Big Change, and I just love love her perspective. So next week, she's going to share about what feelings really are. You know, what is this thing, this energy, and then these thoughts that we attach to this energy that gives us the experience of feeling? And by really kind of diving into that in a way that I know is different than most of us have ever really looked at it. It was for me. Again, it was huge for me to kind of see it in the way that Gail talks about it. It's going to start to change how you look at and how you experience feeling and awesome episode. So that's next week. The following week is my also very close friend and my colleague, Amanda Jones, who works with me in the Little School of Big Change. And Amanda and I are going to talk about what happens when we fear our feelings and we go to work trying to manage them. So Amanda talks about this in a really cool way, how she was caught up in depression and eating disorders for a very long time. And she can see now, now that she's out of that a bit, or she's out of it completely, but with a bit of distance, she can see how in it, she was constantly trying to manage how she felt. That was the core of it. And I'll let her say it because she says it much better than I can. But she's going to talk with us in a couple of weeks about how employing this feeling manager, as she calls it, you know, this way of kind of, oh, can't feel this, can't feel that, got to feel more of this, get more of this in there, how that just dug her deeper into all of these issues. And when she fired her manager, when she saw that she didn't have to fear her experience and she just let it move through her, how everything started to turn around. So that's an awesome, awesome episode as well. And then I'll wrap up the series in a few weeks here at the end of February, talking a little bit about how I've seen feelings move and change and how little it takes with just a little bit of understanding. And I have a couple clients of mine that I'm going to talk about with some really incredible experiences of just a tad bit of understanding and a lot less fear coming to not fear their experience, how that cleared up pretty much everything they, they were struggling with. So kind of the implications on the positive side of not fearing our experience. If we can just feel safe and okay in what we're feeling, just think about that. If everything you felt you knew was okay, you knew it was safe, you knew it was passing, you didn't get caught up in thinking that it was about you or that the world was doing it to you from the outside in or that you needed to come up with some way of managing it or changing it, think about how different our experience would be. Now, 
we're human and we do fear things and we do have preferences that look and feel really real. So, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having those experiences either. They're all just part of the huge range of experiences that we get to have as human beings, fear and the resistance and all of it. It's really all the same. But it is pretty incredible to just take a minute and think, wow, what if I didn't fear any feeling? Think about how life would open up for you. Think about what you would say and do, how free you would feel to be completely honest about where you are with things, you know? I mean, how often do we kind of... um hide from ourselves even how we really feel and certainly from others because we're afraid they might not like it or we're afraid we might hurt their feelings or we're afraid dot 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 you know there's so much in that and what it all really comes down to is we don't want to feel a feeling so if we felt free to just go out and do what came up within us do what occurred to us Oh my gosh, I mean, life would completely open up. And if you need evidence of that, look at a small kid. They don't care yet what people think of them. They don't, there's no, there are no bad feelings associated with any of that. They, they don't label themselves a failure if something doesn't go right and then have to feel the feelings that they don't like that, that are associated with failure. I mean, just as I say it like that, you can sense the layers and layers and layers of ego and thinking and made up rules that we put on ourselves that lead to where? A feeling that we decide we don't like. And so we just scrap the whole thing. Not going to go for that. Not going to ask that person to be on my podcast. Not going to go after that promotion or that job or ask that friend if they want to go out. You know, I mean, what if you have to feel something? Oh, my gosh. But what if you didn't care? What if it was just a feeling? What if you could even feel it as open, closed, tight, heavy? You know, like you could even feel the tight and the heavy, but you weren't afraid of it. So this isn't about lopping off the quote unquote negative side of human life. I think that'd be horrible. It's about keeping the variety, keeping ourselves open to everything, but not fearing it because we see it in a brand new way. So when I first heard this question, again, I'm not at all saying putting this on the questioner because um, it's just a handful of words on a screen. But when I first read, can you say a little bit more about how our feelings are safe? The first thing that came to mind for me was how we as human beings actively seek out this gigantic range of feeling. We read books, we watch movies, we we listen to stories, we share stories, we do so much in life. We ride roller coasters and go to haunted houses. I don't, but some people do. Crazy things like that. <laughs> All in the name of feeling a huge variety of feelings, right? I mean, think about that. We love being scared. We love being in uncertainty, love uncertainty. We love not knowing what's going to be around the next corner. We love suspense. We even love sadness sometimes. We watch sad movies and read sad books. We love to experience the full range of human life as long as it isn't about us. 
that's the difference, right? If we're out here, you know, watching scary movies and watching sad movies and riding roller coasters and doing all this stuff to feel that, we want to feel the ups and the downs and the twists and the turns. What makes it seem scary and where we instantly tend to put on the brakes and say, nope, can't have any of that, is when our mind... When our little thinking verbal mind comes in and makes it about us, attaches a story to it that says, oh, this happened to you. Like you're sad. This is about your life or you're scared or what's going to happen to you? What's around the corner waiting to get you? So it isn't a feeling at all that we fear. If anything, it's, it's more of the story. The story scares us. And the story is just what our little mind is making up, attaching to this energy as it flows through us. Feeling us a little bit like breathing. We have an inhale and an exhale. It's done for us for the most part. I mean, we don't have to consciously think about breathing. Is it safe? Well, it must be, right? We do it our entire lives. Feeling is kind of like that. If you think about it, it's an energy. It comes and it goes. It goes up like an inhale. It goes out, down like an exhale. It's done for us. We don't have to manage our feelings. We sure try. And we'll talk about that this month. But we don't need to manage our feelings. Whether we're managing them or not, they're coming and going and changing on their own anyway. It's so fascinating to see how we as human beings get to this place where we say, is that safe? I mean, really all that's about is is we have these stories, these superstitions and these super innocent misunderstandings about our feelings where this energy moves through us. It feels heavy or tight or closed or however we want to describe it, whatever word you want to attach to it. And that just by pure misunderstanding, I think, just by pure habit, that sets off alarm bells in us and we say, no, can't have it. Got to change my life so I don't feel that energy in that way again. Kind of funny if you think about it. It's kind of crazy to look at it in this way. And that's what I love about this topic is that it's one of those things that we've just never, most of us have never really looked under the hood at feeling. I mean, we still aren't. There's a lot more hood to look under, I'm sure, than than I ever have or even than my friend Gail Brenner ever has. And she really looks under the hood and studies this stuff. It's kind of like, you know, one of those things we just sort of go through life and just feeling it and taking it at face value just is what it is. I like to be happy. I don't like to feel sad. I don't like to feel scared when I'm sad or scared. Let's just automatically kind of in a conditioned way, go out and do something about it. But again, look at the implications of that and imagine what could open up for each one of us if we really did see feeling in a new way and saw it as safe, saw it as life all of it, saw it as inherently neutral. It's not good or bad. It's just up and down, moving around, changing completely on its own. Saw it as impersonal. And by that, I mean, you don't get the credit or the blame. It's just the way life is expressing herself through us. What if we could just see it a tiny bit more like that? I just get excited. (laughs) It's awesome to think what a tiny little bit of insight around that could open up. We've been taught to manage our feelings rather than understand them. And what I hope this conversation starts to open up is an understanding. And in that understanding, we see that there's nothing to manage. Every problem we have with feelings, every fear we have of feelings is not because they aren't safe and not because they're problematic. It's because we've innocently, innocently misunderstood them. 
We just don't see how fundamentally safe and helpful and wise they really are. Thank you for tuning into this Feelings February series on Changeable. I'll see you back here next week for part two when I talk with Gail Brenner about what feelings really are far beyond how they appear. I also want to let you know that the Little School of Big Change reopens in just a few weeks on March 11th. The Little School of Big Change is the place to be for a comprehensive, life-changing course taught from this new paradigm. It's an awesome way to see more about this understanding that I share here in Changeable and to find your own freedom from things like habits and anxiety, addiction, anything that you felt stuck in. If you're curious about the school and how it works, I have a completely free highlight series to give you a taste of it. The Little School of Big Change Highlights is a short five-part video series giving you some of the highlights of the school and what's taught there. Head over to the littleschoolofbigchange.com slash highlights to check it out. See you next week.